Yeah, let's start this off. Let's see what's going on here. You'll need that. You'll hear that music at the same time. Let's have a little beer, shall we? Beautiful day. Have a drink. Oh, How are you all out there? We're back. It's Monday, folks. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you all had a fucking fantastic weekend out there. The sun was shining pretty damn strong here in Perth. It was a beautiful weekend. Unfortunately, I was sick, and you can probably still hear my voice. It's still hanging around a little bit. It is what it is. I feel okay. It just sound like shit. I'm sniffing like an asshole. It's just what it is. So going to get through this today, guys. Plenty of stuff to talk about. I hope you had a fantastic time wherever you are in the world. You obviously didn't have a great time if you're anywhere else in Australia. Fucking hell, the lockdowns are going nuts, right? Like, Melbourne has just got another two weeks extended lockdown. News, uh, New South Wales, holy shit. They got tons of new cases. It's going through the roof. This Delta variant is bending everybody over and um, doing the things you do when you bend someone over. That's what the Delta variant is right now. It's a fucking piece of shit. And yeah, so condolences for everybody out there if you're locked down or whatever, with you know, wait it out, get through it. I know everything's kind of fucked up at the moment. Like Australia has taken a very strange stance on all this sort of stuff with the the targets to reopen and all that sort of bullshit. I don't know. We put our head in the sand for a long time. And here in WA, our our premier, old Marky Mark McGowan clown, he's uh he's still got his head in the sand. And even though, how's this, guys? So here in here in, in Perth, Western Australia, we have zero COVID at, at all. So the sniffles that I have, I haven't been tested for COVID. Why the fuck would I be tested for COVID? It's not COVID. There's absolutely no way it's COVID because there's no COVID in the community at all over here. And there's like national guidelines that if we hit like an 80% vaccination rate or something like that, we can start thinking about ending the lockdowns and the border closures and all that sort of bullshit. Our little dictator over here in WA has said that that's not good enough. He's got a zero COVID stance pretty much forever. So even if we reach the 80% vaccination rate, which we have like the slowest rollout of vaccination worldwide because our government sucks and the government keeps giving us fucking no reason to get vaccinated, right? Even if you get vaccinated, you're still getting locked down. Um, even if 80% of us, our fucking government still says that we're still not going to open the borders, right? So you still can't travel or anything, even if 80% of our population is COVID vaccinated, all that sort of shit. Fucking hell. It's insane. You give these guys a fucking inch, they take a mile, hey? And, you know, it's it's only going to be a little while because, like, Mar McGowan's going to get voted out next time. Everyone was in love with him for how he dealt with it over, over that period of time. But now that things have sort of changed and his stance hasn't changed, he hasn't sort of accepted anything as being... Um, I don't know how to really put this, but he hasn't accepted any cases of COVID or anything about this worldwide pandemic to actually be part of our life at all. So he's buried his head in the sand again. We've got fucking no chance of getting out of this fucking state or anybody else having a chance of coming into this state until not only have we eradicated COVID um, here, which we have, and 80% of the rest of Australia is vaccinated and has no COVID and all that sort of stuff. He's waiting for the rest of the world to eradicate COVID 
before he lets us little West Australians out to explore the world. It's pretty fucked up, guys. I I don't know what to say except uh, fuck you, Mark McGowan. That's pretty much as simple as it gets. Like, uh, it's not up to you to play fucking daddy on this and uh, tell us what risks we should uh, take and, and not take, you know? It's fucking crazy how someone like this could take like a, a zero COVID stance. But for all the years that he's been in Parliament, which has been a while, he hasn't taken a zero stance on anything else that was very, very important at the fucking time. I mean, what about a zero unemployment stance? He's hell good about his fucking hard borders, not letting anybody in because we don't want to fuck up our, our, our system over here with COVID and stuff like that. Understandable. But why didn't you make it mandatory to employ West Australians before you give big contracts out to... um? foreign companies, hey? What about a 0% unemployment rate? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you fucking have like a, a, a target of zero homeless people in, in WA and put your resources towards that? They were, they were serious issues. People were dying because of that sort of shit, but uh, you didn't really give a fuck about that because COVID is trendy now and um, you're in the spotlight and you've got all this sort of shit. So what the fuck ever? You know what's so crazy about these fucking um psychopaths at the top office like these career politicians first of all it's a fucked up thing to want to be a politician i know it's like great on paper that you just want to change everybody like but the kind of person it takes to to do the game of politics is a fucking sociopath and um obviously in times like this it's pretty fucking obvious right so he's done none of this other stuff in the past or whatever, but he's still playing the political lines. Last week, he was celebrating a fucking um, a new uh, abortion clinic, right? And I'm not going to get into the whole abortion thing, fucking pro-choice, pro-life. I don't, you know, whatever. Obviously, I have my opinions on it. Doesn't really fucking matter. Doesn't matter for the point that I'm trying to make now that he was celebrating that. He was saying that, yes, there's, there's more availability for abortions and, and, and all that sort of stuff because guess what the my body my choice movement wins does that matter with vaccines does the my body my choice thing apply to vaccines as well mr mcgowan i don't really know yeah fuck it i don't know you everybody out there has got their own dramas with their own leaders and all that sort of shit whatever whatever little stupid little platform i have i'm just asking questions here but if it's my body my choice you know you might not reach that target fucking 100% vaccination rate, right? If you're pro-choice, then you can't be fucking pro-mandatory vaccine either, can you? You pieces of shit. Anyway, <laughs> it's what it is, guys. Fucking, I just feel for everybody else out there that's um, locked down, not being able to work, not being able to do anything. I don't care how the fuck we get out of this bullshit, it, um, this fucking massive pandemic. Don't really care how it happens, if it's through vaccines or if it's through um, just accepting it and letting people die. I don't care if it's um, we find some prophylactic, some ivermectin shit. I don't know. I don't give a fuck what it is. As long as we create a world worth living in, because right now it's pretty fucking heinous. So whatever we have to do to get back to a world that's worth living in and a world without freedom isn't that thing so 
who knows what kind of backlash is going to come from all this sort of stuff. I don't know. Just be fucking safe out there, guys. Take care of yourselves. The individual is what matters and your choices and your fucking actions. But whatever. You can't be blaming everybody for um, something that's just out of control. Like We have an out of control fucking virus here, guys. And uh, no one really knows the right way forward. Uh, but we're really getting schooled on the wrong ways forward, I feel. Yeah, this is what it is. This Delta strain seems to be pretty fucking brutal. I don't know what's really crazy. And it kind of ties into, like, what's going on um, in Afghanistan. I don't, this is just some crazy thoughts that I've had, guys. And I like to spill my crazy spitball ideas here. You guys are my soundboard. Keep me in check. I know I'm fucking just rattling off ideas here. But, um, you know, in Afghanistan, uh, we fought a war for 20 years. And uh, tried to get their government going. And then we withdrew our troops. Not our troops. I'm talking about the West. So all the uh, alliances that go into that. So Australia, uh, whoever else is involved. Mainly the US. Mainly the US, right? And so they've withdrawn all their troops from um, Afghanistan. And uh, pretty much within a week, the Taliban just took it over again, right? Fucking good job, guys. Good job. 20 years of trying to build up a democracy in Afghanistan. And now... The Taliban runs it again. And I, this is what's so weird about this. Like, why now? Why the fuck now would you withdraw all the troops from Afghanistan if it was in such a fragile state that within a week the Taliban could overrun it again? Right? I don't know. But maybe it has something to do with the conspiracies that everybody was touting before that, that you weren't actually in Afghanistan um, looking for weapons of mass destruction as we know was bullshit which wasn't even fucking afghanistan obviously but it was still all tied under that same fucking war right they, they slid in a whole bunch of bullshit and it was that it was there for oil they were there for um some other reason but the one that really stuck out is um all those testimonies you hear from the fucking um troops on the ground that were basically uh in afghanistan just guarding poppy fields right meanwhile we're in an uh, an opioid fucking epidemic going on in the west um, so Big Pharma really wanted to secure those poppy fields to get all the opium and stuff, right? That's what a lot of people say was the real reason that we were in Afghanistan for so long was for the poppies and for the opium, which is fine. It just shows you that Big Pharma was really the guys behind this fucking war, right? And so they're withdrawing now. Why would they withdraw right now? Has it anything to do with the fact that they don't care about opium so much anymore because they're making tons of fucking money on the vaccine? Is it kind of that? I, I don't know. It's just a weird coincidence, isn't it? Weird coincidence that the second that fucking Big Pharma doesn't rely on opioids to make their money, they no longer care about Afghanistan. Ah, what a dink! What a weird little coincidence there. But fuck it. Whatever the fuck happens in other countries, let them do what the fuck they want. Um, I know there's humanitarian aid and stuff like that. And my heart really goes out to the fucking women of Afghanistan, you know, because I don't know if you know much about the way these extremist um, Muslim fundamentalists or whatever the fuck you call the Taliban. I don't know if you know much about the way they treat women, but it ain't good. It's not very good for the progressive society that we like to find ourselves in. Try out your pronouns in Afghanistan right now, hey? Jesus, see how fucking far that gets you. But uh, women, stay safe out there. If you can, get the fuck out of there. Um, I mean, you can't come to WA. 
we've got a hard border. You can't come to a lot of places right now because of the pandemic, so you might be fucking trapped. Ah, this is going to be a fucking weird situation to see unfold over the next few months, isn't it? Ah, what a downer. I fucking gave you guys a big downer last fucking episode with me talking about my um, dead great aunt or whatever. Fucking hell. This is old Scotty Downer podcast. Fucking hell. Sorry about that, guys. Let's cheer up. There is some uh, new music that I checked out over the weekend, and it's funny, and it's cool, and we'll get to a fucking jam. It's Monday, so we'll do a live jam here on the podcast. I have plugged in my guitar pedal board into my loop station. I'm going to see how the fuck that rock and rolls today. Never really tried it out, so the levels might be all over the shop, but whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, but new music that came out recently, guys. There was a new album from The Killers, and um, I was never a huge The Killers fan. Um, but I respected the shit out of um, some of their songs. They were catchy as shit. They had all that groove to it. They had that, like, coolness. There was just a coolness about the killers, right? Fucking, somebody told me. All that sort of shit, right? I'm not going to do karaoke here for I feel like I'm losing my mind with this illness, by the way. So, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, they got out a, a new album. They bought out a new album, sorry, uh, called Pressure Machine uh, came out a few days ago, checked it out a few times. Well, I listened to it one and a half times because uh, it's not really an indie rock album. They were kind of a cool indie rock band, um, or at least the songs of theirs that rose them to the, the stardom that they are were in that sort of wheelhouse, but not this album. This album's a country album. Uh, it's a country album. Um there's a lot of weird, like, intros to songs that are kind of, like, spoken, like, word sort of dialogue clips of something. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't really like that sort of theater within an album, you know what I mean? I mean, sometimes it's cool if it tells a good story, but that sort of shit is just, I don't know, a bit throwaway. It's not the songs. An album's made of songs, and these aren't songs when you do that sort of stuff. But there is a lot of songs on these albums and they're all kind of cool as far as country music goes. They're kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, indie country, I guess you would call them, something like that. Uh, I don't know. It was it was a fine album. I had no huge issues with it. Uh, I did crack up like actual laughter, laughing out loud like a belly laugh at some point. I was listening to one of the songs. Uh, the song was called uh, Terrible Thing. I think it was like track two or three on the album or something like that. And just sometimes my ear just tunes into the lyrics. And so <laughs> I had to actually look up to see if I was hearing what I thought I was hearing. Uh, like I said, it's a country album. This song sort of starts off talking about um, people's trucks and shit like that. Not this album, but this song starts off like that, right? And um, so he here's, here's the lyric that made me crack up, right? Um, While her mother fights back proud tears... A young cowboy gives the nod. <laughs> oh, it's killing me. <laughs> so, um, a young cowboy gives the nod. Just the thought of a young dude in a cowboy hat giving that little fucking stoic face. No, I don't know. I lost it laughing because it was appearing on a killer's song. What the fuck? I don't know what it was. it was. It was funny. It was funny to me. The whole album's charming. 
if you're into country stuff and, and you think that what country was missing was The Killers, then this album's for you. It might be the greatest album you've ever heard in your life, but if you're like me, it's an album you've heard. That's it. Cool. So good on you, The Killers. You've bought out an album. No, it's been a while. I haven't heard from you guys in a while. So welcome back. Pressure Machine was the name of that album. Um, I, I checked out another one, and I, I, I did check out a few, but they weren't worth talking about because they were just like straight-out attempts at being the next Justin Bieber or some shit. They were just like straight pop formula sort of albums, and I listened to two or three songs. I was like, I can't handle this anymore. There's no character to it. Um, but I, I checked out this album, brother, this... Uh, the artist is called Still Woozy, W-O-O-Z-Y, Still Woozy. It's a guy named Sven Gamsky or something. Um, sounds foreign, but I think he's out of California anyway. Uh, and he has an album called uh, If This Isn't Nice, I Don't Know What Is. The reason I really like this album, because it reminded me of the latest Mac Miller album. It was cool. It was mature. It had some really hooky stuff. His voice sounds wicked in it. It's it's not like... If you know the Mac Miller album I'm talking about, Circles, uh, it's not much of a hip-hop album as much as Mac Miller is a hip-hop artist. It's not a hip-hop album, really. There's a, there's a lot more going on, a lot more melodically going on. And the same with this album. It's, it's a really cool style of music. I don't really know what to call it. It's, it's kind of... Uh, a, like poppy, lo-fi sort of stuff. I don't know, but the production is great. Again, similar to Mac Miller album. The bass lines were fantastic. The whole soundscape was pretty fucking robust. Really enjoyed the shit out of this album. Sven Gamsky. Um, so wherever you were from and you found your way into America or whatever, Still Woozy is the name it goes by, but the album is fucking sick. I it's like easy listening stuff, guys. So this is the sort of shit you just put on, relax, chat to your friends. You don't. It's not like attention grabbing in the sense that you need to pay attention to understand the beauty of it. You just let it fucking flow and do its thing and set the mood for your awesome weekend. And it really matched the weekend that we just had. Like the sun was out. It was fucking fantastic. I was cleaning the pool. I was doing all that sort of shit. I was almost tempted to jump in the fucking pool, but it wasn't quite warm enough. Maybe in a few weeks' time, we'll get the, the spring vibes going on or something like that. But anyway, it is what it is, guys. Uh, still woozy. Cool album. Well, that's not the name of the album. The album is, if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. And it's a nice album. So, yeah, you're right, dude. You called your album the right thing. Well done. Anyway... Gonna get into a little jam here, guys. I'm kind of fucking nervous for this. I've, I've got my, I've got my guitar in my hand and uh, my foot pedal with all my little tricks and stuff like that, plugged straight into this loop station, uh, which should also be uh, running some of the sounds from Logic here. So I might have to change microphones real quick, um, and then we'll get into this. So I hope you've all had a fucking fantastic week out there. Remember, if you've got um, suggestions for me or you want to contribute to any of these jams, you reckon you could pull out parts and make your own thing or add vocals over anything that you hear on this Jam Room podcast of ours, um, hit me up. I'd be more than happy to collaborate and send you everything. I don't really give a fuck. I'm just improvising here. Um, so all my details are in the 
description of this podcast, but um, you can just email me, which is scott at thejamroom.com.au, and I will certainly get back to you. I always do. That's, that's kind of one of the things that I do. Until there's thousands of emails a day, uh, then I might stop saying that on the podcast and might say, uh, if you're lucky. But we're not at that point yet, guys. So get in while you can. And uh, let's make some music together. So let me just change microphones and we'll have a quick fucking jam here, guys. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Have yourselves a fantastic week. Remember to reach out, like, subscribe, tell your friends, all that sort of stuff. And we'll get into this right now. All right, so last time we did something a little bit loungy. Let's start with the bass line this time, eh? We'll see. Loungy. We'll try and keep it a bit rocky. I mean, I've got the electric guitar. All right, fucking let's go.
right, guys. Oh, well, that was a fucking lesson, hey? Turns out playing guitar and uh, trying to loop with my hands is pretty hard. I need to get a foot controller for this shit. We found a vibe. It's a D-Mixolydian vibe. Pretty gay. We keep finding the fucking lame shit, don't we? It is what it is, guys. Yeah, this is Jamming Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe. Just finish this shit off, eh? Have a great week, folks.